When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster, Ralph W. Basham, MD. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt-Bernard. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Some interesting <laughs> stats were sent, sent to me today. I've been looking for them, couldn't find them. Stats. But William Humphrey sent them to me, and I'm and they're fascinating stats. We'll be right back with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. But now that I'm old, it all sucks. <laughs> yes, it's a, a total disaster. We've been talking quite a bit about not watching the news at night anymore. Yes. Uh, it's Seriously, it's just too depressing. Everything sucks. Everything's horrible. Yeah, why go yeah. to bed and have nightmares about right. the state of the world? You're either going to die now or die later. Right. Yeah. So I, I did a little research. I wanted to track something down because particularly CNN right now, but MSNBC's 
pretty much right behind him yeah. about how horribly racist America is. And Naturally. Particularly white men are tremendously racist. and They're just horrible people and blah, blah, blah. So I tried to do some research, and I couldn't find what I was looking for. So William, my friend William, who's a black man in America today, he did the research. Here's what I find interesting. Um... All minorities in the United States, this is all minority groups together in the U.S., make up the fifth-ranking GNP in the world. Fifth-ranking gross national product. That's correct. In the world. Fifth in the world. Three point, uh, all minorities in the U.S. GNP is $3.9 trillion, ranked fifth in the world. Black Americans, GNP, $1.3 trillion, ranked 15th in the world. Mm. Hispanics, $1.5 trillion, ranked 13th in the world. Uh, they all add up to the fifth-ranking GNP in the world. Okay. Minorities thrive here far more than they do anywhere else in the world. So why don't we ever point that? I mean, the numbers are right here. They're right here. Yeah. No one cares. It, 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 how many, you know, <laughs> they'd I, rather be mad. Oh, and yeah, I, they'd rather be different. I've always said America is the most racist country in the world except for all others. <laughs> except for all the others, exactly. Except for, if you look at the racism and bigotry in other oh, countries, it is brutal. Particularly in Asia, because the Chinese don't want the Koreans and the Japanese, the Japanese don't want the Chinese and the but, Koreans. And you the, also have to look I mean, at the class systems that are there, too. Oh, yeah. They in say in that India there aren't, and they're illegal, and they're, they say that they've done yeah. away with the caste systems, but it's still there. And how much, how much, how much is, that, is, that, is the violence against women Oh, a class system-based in India. Mm-hmm. So much of that is a lower. They, they they would, you know, grab some lower-class women, woman, and then they have this sort of party, and then they'll kill her. I know. I mean, that's that. It's not. It's not every day in India. You know, you have to. You have to worry about that. But happens that happens often and, enough to be a concern. But it's kind of. It's. It has to do with the fact it's a class-based system. Not that it's frequent there. Um, well, you look at Africa. You get killed there because your nose isn't the right shape. It's not the right shape of a nose. Oh, come on. That was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, our, 10 years ago. But those those <laughs> feelings and that this that idea, you know, differences in culture, differences in tribe, that tribalism, it's always around. It always has been around. It always, always will, will be. be. It always and you will have be, to yes. just temper it so you're not violent against each other. But you're going to have prejudicial feelings about that. You yes, know? you are. Whether you're, you're a white person and you're prejudiced against somebody with red hair or you're a... a, a a black person in America who has fair skin that's prejudice, prejudice has residential feelings against somebody who has very, very dark skin. Yeah. Or someone that comes from Nigeria that's, that, you know, isn't, isn't, didn't, didn't go through the slave experience and coming to America. It is just, I, I no, no, yeah, yeah, there's racism here. And yeah, we should we have to continue to work on getting rid of it or trying to do as much as we can to reduce it so it's not a violent feeling. But that's a reality of the world. I mean, there's no way you can it sterilize is. it. I just, I, I, what that proves to me now, by the way, is that our college professors are the biggest scumbags on earth <laughs> because they know these numbers. Do you ever see any of them on any of the news channels going, you're absolutely wrong? Do you think that they bother well, looking they at ha- numbers? If a morning disc jockey can find out eventually from his buddy, they know these numbers, but they never bring them up, do they? Because there's no money in it. There's no money to be made in that. Well, there's no shock factor. I mean, the, the thing that college professors have always had is, okay, so we've got these impressionable youths coming from their sheltered existence right. with their families, and I'm going to just rock their world with all of this, you know, new way of thinking. So and 
you want people to be miserable so you can make money, and you're a college professor. Well, no, it makes them look like they're <clears throat> superior. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If I'm telling you that everything you know is wrong and yep, stupid and that you're a, inherently a horrible human being, then you're going to look to me. I'm the Messiah here. I'm, a, I'm the person that's going to tell you how to get over that and what to think. I will I, never forget my one day in college. <laughs> I lasted one day. <clears throat> I'm talking to all the students before the professor gets there. There was, was a female professor, a woman. She looked to be probably around... 35, maybe 40, something like that. But before she got in the room, I'm talking to some of these other students. Hey, how are you doing? How's everything going? Yeah, everything's good. I mean, you know, just hanging in there. Everything's good. like it. Probably going to run over and, you know, grab a bite to eat over with stubborn, stubborn herbs. Uh, uh, have a really good time. Be great, man. It'd be unbelievable. Excuse me? The professor walks in. The very same people. Well, good evening, Professor. How are you? This evening? All of a sudden, they got this high tone voice and demeanor, and like, I can't be here. I just literally said, I cannot be here. I thought it was because you couldn't find parking. Well, that's true. <laughs> that was another part of it, but you know, <laughs> that parking, the parking was the last straw. That was the straw that broke that the camel's back. That's what did it. But I do want to know if William Humphreys and I can find these numbers and look at these numbers. Why is the news allowed to repeat over and over and over how horrible it is still horrible to be poor in America? It is. Anywhere. But nowhere near as bad as it is anywhere, being poor in other countries. Anywhere it's horrible to be poor. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I went to college. I didn't, you know, the, the, if, the, if the professor started, you know, spewing something that I didn't necessarily agree with, I would critically think about it and say, well, you know, maybe he has a point or say, no, he's wrong. Right, I, you know, I, heard, right. I, I, went, I specifically went to see William Kunzler. I mean, you don't get much. I mean, you know, he, he uh, defended the Chicago 7. Did he have his cowboy uh, coat on? No, he didn't the, have the cowboy with coat. With the frills? No, he didn't have that on. But, you know, <laughs> you know, he, he, was, you know, he was like bleeding edge oh, God, ultra-liberalism yeah. oh, at the time. Yeah. Yep. And I listened to him, and I listened to him, what he had to say, and I said, ah, no, I'm not going to go along with that. Right. I'm not going to go along with that. It, right. It's not, not you know, good for you. Knock yourself out, but I didn't have to believe that. I didn't have to be. Oh, exactly. I, I didn't have to be guided as to what you thought. You know, and that's what's troubling is that you're being guided. You know, you're going to let the professor tell you what to think. Didn't your parents give you some sense of what to think or what some values were? You know, what I really love is to like last week on this show in the morning show, we had Secretary of State of Minnesota Steve Simon on. Yeah, and he talked about how the how he really likes Great Tom guy. Emmer. He likes Pat Garofalo. He, he likes you know, this person, he likes that person. I mean, didn't matter if they were Democrat or Republican. Oh, yeah, he, we came up at the same time. It was great. You know, it's only at the national, it's in Washington, D.C., at that higher, that upper level, at higher echelon that, oh, I hate them. You don't agree with me. I hate you. That's not how they are at all. It's ridiculous. It's, Tom, yes. it might be a bit like professional wrestling. What is? You're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's exactly just like right. professional wrestling. <clears throat> it is professional wrestling. You're right. You know, they, you know, ah, oh, you know, ah, oh, today on the standard floor, oh, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to break his neck. I'm going to, ah, start chewing on the microphone, just go nuts. And then, <laughs> then they get to a party that night. Hey, you know, we got to come up with a solution to some of these problems. You yeah. know? Yep. So, and they, it may not move toward that, but they're, they're congenial. One of the greats of all time, the crusher comes out. <laughs> Crusher comes out, and he's talking to Marty O'Neill, and Marty goes, "Well, Crusher, tell us how it went uh, over the weekend at the St. Paul Auditorium." Well, let me tell you something, Marty. 
I got a thousand stitches in my head. I lost a gallon of blood. <laughs> See, don't you have five quarts of blood? In your body? <laughs> yeah, so he lost four of them. <laughs> but, but other than that, unbelievable. <laughs> but it's. That is the metaphor <laughs> from right. what goes on on CNN You're and right. Fox News. They're Marty O'Neill. Exam- oh, no, yeah, they're Marty O'Neill. And the senators and the congressmen are the crusher. They are. They're the crusher. Well, you're right. And, uh, yeah, because they do change the villains. Because, I mean, what was oh, it? Yeah. Before, oh, yeah. Before this election, Nancy Pelosi, was the Democrats hated her guts. She mm-hmm. was evil. They wanted to get rid of her. And then yep. all of a sudden, she's Speaker of the House. Yep. Hmm. How strange. Why Interesting. Do you think, why do you think she was stupid enough? And Trump does it, too. Don't get me wrong. But stupid enough to refer to the president as morbidly obese. I mean, he's overweight, but he's not morbidly obese. I don't know. How tall is he? How much does he he's weigh? He's like 6'2", probably weighs about 240, I think they said. So he's overweight. Uh, they may have said that. I mean, that's a bit like a bit like being an actor and saying, yeah. you know, you're five, you know, you're five foot three, but you know, you're 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 uh, you got to wear heels to get there. Says five foot five. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. Well, when we took that picture together, he put his arm around me, so I put my arm <laughs> yeah, around him. Sense, yeah, and he was didn't have fat rolls or any of that stuff, and he was wearing a golf shirt. He's a big you're guy. checking out he's his a big, guy. He's a big guy. He's got a very broad-shouldered guy. He is a very big guy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What is morbidly obese now? What percentage over your BMI body over weight? 30. Over 30 or 35? Over 30. Is it 35? Or th- Probably Let's 35, I would here. guess. Morbidly obese. Oh, obesity is 30. So morbid is probably 35. So if you're yeah. six foot two, if you're six foot two, and let's see, yeah, run, run, run the numbers. Run in the number. order to be morbidly obese, he would have to weigh at least two seventy. Yeah, so he doesn't weigh two seventy. No, there's no way he weighs two seventy. <clears throat> I could tell because I used to weigh three ten. I know how big that is. Well, there well, you go. Do, do you think our former governor has a shot at uh, the presidential? The- presidential race oh is he joining again oh i don't know what he's doing who jesse jesse our former oh he's not jumping in again is he oh jesus jesse give it up you're an imbecile you and mark date together have like one brain cell combined i think i think that jesse just you know this is just how he does stuff he oh yeah goes he wants to. He wants to get a gig, so he just kind of well, comes back oh, into the. Okay. Yeah. He got a thousand stitches in his head. I know that. <laughs> he got a thousand. He was a dreadful professional wrestler too. He's good in the ring, but backstage he was pain in the ass. I guess really oh. hard to deal with. Hard to believe, I bet, huh? Yeah, hard to yeah, hard to believe. Yeah. Are we bringing Kostaki in after after the break? Uh, no, he is on at twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. Okay. Oh. We'll be right back. Kick things in high We're going to lose a gallon of blood. Yeah. <laughs> stitches. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. 
And you are? Real nice. Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. S-O-S. Do you think we could take another four years of, we need a unicameral? <laughs> oh, God. It's all we need. You know, need. we might as well at this point. Yeah. We may as well just... Bring Jesse have, as president. Have, just do the whole... Just put all professional wrestlers in all positions in Congress, can they, can, Senate, I like it. forget it. There's nothing in the Constitution that says we can't put an octagon in, like, the Senate chamber. Absolutely. There There's like nothing. You know, where the Kennedy swimming pool used to be. <laughs> Put it right there, which is under the press room. Ah. Uh, mm. The Kennedy Swimming Pool. Wow. Well, it's only called a Kennedy Swimming Pool because I think he used to play a little hide the banana in there with other women. Yeah. He probably put it in. Put hey, pool. the pool. Oh, oh, the wiener. pool. <laughs> he put it Sorry. in. Sorry. Yeah, Poor choice of words <laughs> now yeah, that I've said it. your grandchildren with that mouth I yours. didn't I, mean it that world. way, Well, I did it again mind. last night by accident. Uh, you, yeah, lately. Because Catherine was talking about the some worst. deal. Oh, when she cut my hair with the dog trimmer. <laughs> so I was going to say to her, everybody was laughing about the fact that you know, the dog trimmer and styling you gave me. And I go to her, yeah, everybody's laughing about your dog style. She's like, what? <laughs> and then what did I say last night I again? I don't know. I block it all out. There was something else I said to you last night. I have to, to stay married to you like, somehow. Oh, <laughs> Tom, you're a saint. You're a saint. I know. 36 years <laughs> coming up in about saint. a month. I can't believe it. I would have. I, I have know. my coping mechanisms. My coping mechanisms. Well, Tom has to yeah, coping mechanisms. He can cope with this and pretty deal with true. this. This consist, persistent and ongoing psychological trauma. That's right. That's uh, how I cope with it. <laughs> One of my favorite things, you know, looking back at professional wrestlers, like I said, I got to know them all. We lifted weights all the time, had a great time, whatever. But when somebody started some shit in the bars, God, that was interesting to watch. I mean, the you could feel it in the air. It's like, ooh, I got to get the out of here. testosterone ooze. I mean, somebody is going to get slaughtered, and I don't want to watch it. Because everybody's a tough guy around wrestlers. Until you meet the tough guy. Until you meet the tough guy. And you don't want to meet the tough guy. No, that you, I literally would go, okay, I got to go. I can't be around to watch this. Because the other guys wouldn't, well, they just wouldn't stop. These guys would tell them, look, man, you need to stop doing that. Knock it off. We're just here to have fun. And they wouldn't stop. And I was like, okay, see you later. (laughs) I'm not going to watch you get massacred, sir. Yeah, my brother Daryl is a tall drink of water and he would just he'd like he'd like to go play pool oh yeah so he'd be in a bar playing pool and just playing pool mm-hmm. <laughs> just because he's tall these guys would come up so you think you're tough huh it's like i'm just playing pool <laughs> <I'm six> <laughs> to so. stand in here being tall sorry yeah. 
Here, I think try to pick a yeah, pick a fight just because he's tall. Remember the Hawkster up yeah. at uh, I, the Iron Horse in Crystal. Oh, that was always an interesting, interesting place. And yeah. I remember we we're in there, and a guy—I don't know what the hell. This guy was a big guy, but I don't know what he was thinking. He insulted Hawk's wife. Hey. Hawkster picked him up, pinned him against the wall about three feet off the floor, and he goes, piss your pants or I'll kill you. <laughs> and the guy pissed his pants. <laughs> he did. Probably be easy to do. <laughs> Probably be pretty easy to do hanging. With Hawk's face. You weigh 240 and pounds and you're hanging you. from the wall. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that was something to watch. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, actually. I didn't worry about anybody you know, pestering me too much. It was wonderful. In any case, so what else is happening? Everything good? Oh, Memorial Day weekend come and gone. Yep. Interesting to see the breakdown in the states. Who's just like back to normal almost? And yeah, a lot of states are. Yeah. Flor- is it Florida and Texas are going to do professional sports? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, they are. Uh, California? No, California. They're still no, playing. No, they're locked down. In New York, you could go to the around. beach, but you could not go in the water. You will Which, be yanked. Out of the water if you go Why? swimming. How are you going to get COVID in the ocean? That's a great question. Salt water. Good question. And you can And and in, but it, but in California, you could go to the beach. You could run along the beach. You could go on the water, but you couldn't stay on the beach. Oh, you could go on the water because I remember sand. they were they were no, they were taking swim. people off their paddle boards and surfboards. No. They were taking they were taking people off surfboards. Well, they just, hauling them away in handcuffs. I, I thought, why can't you swim? Why can't you surf? <clears throat> How close can you get to somebody on a surfboard? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Makes no sense. I mean, if you're out, way out there waiting for, you know, you could gather, but I mean, you can also just be far away from each other on a surfboard. You don't have to be in a flotilla. Well, how many people are on a on a wave at the same one? Yeah. Can, that's the whole yeah. point. Is it's not that's it's it. not safe or it's not polite to be on. If someone catches the wave, you know, been waiting, well, you don't jump on to it. Just I don't understand it either. I think it's just, I think there's some power trips going oh, on with this I stuff so. for sure. I don't think there's any question about that. Well, you know, as we said before, it's basically this country now, well, like every country in the world now, but this country's right there shoulder to shoulder. You've got the incredibly corrupt uh, recruiting and preying on the morons who then take over the election, and you and I are stuck in the middle. We're stuck right in the middle of all this crap. We don't have a we don't have a voice in it because our vote our vote doesn't matter at all. That's why I say we need we need mm, to nope. demand more parties to choose from. Oh, I agree. We need another at least one or two parties. It's because we're like in Italy, but they have twenty two parties. And I don't think we yeah. should, I don't I don't think we should have anybody controlling uh, anything. There shouldn't be a, a one party controlling no, the House, right. the Senate, yep, nothing. Right. No way. <clears throat> You are correct. It just, it it just opens it. up for more and more corruption, and there's enough of it already. But they want, they're not going to change anything because they like the corruption. Mm-hmm. Well, they love the corruption. When, People when, can make things change. Done it before. Yeah. Uh, no, they haven't. That kind yes, of stuff, that's directly in the Constitution. No, they, the, no, that's they, very difficult to change. No, they really haven't. They, when was the last time that any people were able to reduce taxes? How many people really want to have more taxes? It's true. <clears throat> Never happened. It's never. Taxes have never uh, been Florida reduced. Florida's happened. Florida, they, they they made it so that they could not continually raise their property taxes. Yeah, they, they did. They've That's got right. a bunch. Okay, so, they got but they bunch haven't of rolled laws. anything back. Yeah. No, no, they didn't roll it. Back. They don't have less taxes, so you've never gotten rid of a, a tax. But they've they've just made it so they can't raise them as quickly, hmm. or as much. 
They also made it so that if you're in your home for I don't remember how many years, you you do get some sort of a reduction, or it has to stay flat for a very long time. Okay, it's a good plan. I mean, it, wow. it can happen if people get pissed off enough. Things can happen. Yeah. Because you just keep voting is. people out and voting them out and voting them out and voting them out, and sooner or later they'll get the message. If they want to stay in, they they can't. You got the dimwits watching the news, and the people on the news are t- chirping at them and lying to them every night. The newspapers lie to them. The news lies to them. Public radio lies to them, and the they journalists it. lie. Yeah, they do nothing. They're not but taking lie. care of anybody. No, the Stupont thing, <clears throat> that movie. Dark Waters, that really opened my eyes to the fact that journalists are not... I mean, when I was in <coughs> journalism school at the University of Minnesota, I was taught that we we're that journalists, journalists are basically a branch of the government. They're supposed to help protect citizens from tyranny and mm-hmm. all that stuff that they do. Corruption is supposed to be right. exposed. Nobody does any of that no. anymore. All they do is... Blame another party. Well, journalism used to, was supposed to be about telling the truth. Absolutely, the and getting to the bottom people, of things. Last people to tell the truth now are journalists. They lie constantly, and they know they're lying. Yeah, it's really, really sad because you know, like I said, yep. nobody is watching out for. No, us. not for the middle class. Middle class is no, stuck right in between. people in general. It. Nobody's watching out for you. All all politicians care about is who they can get to vote for them and stay in power. So they're going to promise you stuff. Lie, do whatever. So, so when you read, so when you read something written by a journalist, you not only have to read that, but like uh, Andy's shown us, you have to then spend another ten, fifteen, twenty minutes doing the research the journalist should have done to make sure that it's true. <laughs> exactly. Well, what I love is you try to research something. So, you, okay, look, I'm going to research something. So you come up with a news story, and it's uh, depending on the publication, it's five paragraphs on how much Trump sucks. And then the last paragraph might be about what the story is supposed yeah. to be about. Mm-hmm. It's like it's all propaganda. It is. We are yeah. just being flooded with propaganda, and I'm just so tired of it. And, and I, that's why that's why network news and network is going to go away. That stuff is going because no one's watching it. I, I haven't watched it for 20 years now. You know, Minnesota's own Tom Friedman with the New York uh, Times, mm-hmm. right? To see who he's really, really pushing to run for president. AOC. Really? I mean, you're that much in the bag. Tom Friedman, you're that big a pain in the ass that you think she should be the president. Are you insane? I mean, seriously, AOC, no more hateful person on earth. She comes from a wealthy family. It's all a lie about that whole, what is it, the Bronx? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's she yeah, she's from Westchester. Yeah, and her her name was Sandy in high school. Her name was Sandy, exactly. Mm. Sandy Cortez, yeah. yeah. There was no Ocasio part either. I don't know about <laughs> she was that. Sandy? Her name she was, was Sandy. Sandy. Sandy Cortez. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, she's the leader of the pack. It's like, give me a break. I know. She's an opinionated bartender, ass. and now people want her to be the president. I know. She's a bartender. Although Donald Trump is probably a bartender, too. But Barack Obama wasn't qualified to be president, neither was Donald Trump. Yeah, I guess what does qualify somebody for to be a president anymore? Yeah, you have to be know. 35. Nothing. That's it. Yeah, 35. we got to take a break because we do have Kostaki coming yes. up now, right after this with the family. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I was just arguing with someone. Like, you? Who, who massacred the language the most? And I said, well, it had to be the, you know, adding numbers and letters together. It had to be the Greeks. I mean, they just destroyed the language. <laughs> and Roman numerals are not our fault. <laughs> Roman. They're not. That's right. Hence yeah, the name. Yeah, but no vowels are your fault. <laughs> well, no vowels. That was Hebrew before them. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, that's true. There's plenty of vowels in Economopolis. Look it up. Yeah, there's a lot of vowels in there. (laughs) What's happening, man? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're just laughing of what Ralphie nailed it. The uh, politics in the United States is basically just professional all-star wrestling. They all they do is come out and lie. Saturday night we're gonna vote. It's gonna be unbelievable. <laughs> it's professional wrestling. That's all it is. It's all scripted ahead of time. Oh, yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. Everyone's juiced. Yeah, everyone's on the juice. Exactly. <laughs> Some sort of juice. I give up two billion dollars. So we're gonna get. Yeah, we're that, gonna get it back Saturday night. That's a former governor of yours, am I right? Yes. Yes. Indeed, he's oh, coming pick, back. Huh? Picking at a scab, picking at that scab. <laughs> I saw him. I saw a clip of him on uh, one of those talk daytime things. He's so fish out of water on a like vanilla show like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was kind of refreshing. You know, he was he was bold and interesting to watch. I don't know. It was funny because some uh, he was at a I don't know Comic Con. He was at some damn thing. He was <laughs> the, made doing an appearance, and somebody in the crowd said. Hey, are you and Tommy B ever going to talk again? And he goes, yeah, as soon as he apologizes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's going to be a while there, Jimmy, or whatever your name is. What's his name? James Janos. Jim Janos. Oh, that's right. Yep. I forgot about that. <clears throat> oh, he's got, right, yeah. Oh. No, James Janos. James Janos. You mean he's not the body? <laughs> John, Jesse the what? Body Ventura. <laughs> The bod. That's great. That is great. <laughs> it is true. He's named yeah, name yeah. for a street in uh, the valley. That's right. Ventura Boulevard. Yeah. Is that right? Oh. When, he, when he's looking for a showbiz name? I wonder. Hmm. How many other Venturas? Well, uh, I guess. I, I was uh, going to go with Jesse Theaterworth Parkway. <laughs> yeah, he did pick it because uh, it was a California staple. Yep. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Uh, institution. Jesse Mulholland. I, Jesse I lived Mall. on Ventura Boulevard briefly. 
way back in the day. Well, not on it, but like, you know, a short stone's throw away. In there fact, you go. I went to Montreal to do the comedy festival, and I signed a manager when I was there. This is all true. And I'm, and I, when I came back, he, we had a meeting, and I walked to the meeting. It was that close, just by, total by chance. I could walk to my manager's office. Uh. And I called my dad, and I go, I signed with my manager today, and I wished him a happy Passover. I'm going to be a star, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> happy Passover. Wait a minute. There are Jews that are managers? I didn't know that. <laughs> Real? Are you sure? <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me they're like lawyers, too. <laughs> yeah. And doctors. And doctors. That's right. Uh, I, I, I forget who did this. I won't be able to do it justice. But some, I think it's maybe Mike Kaplan used to do a joke about uh, how people say if you could get on a time machine, what would you do? And, and the go-to answer is go back and kill Hitler, right? As a <laughs> right. And, th- and he said uh, some version of, well, that's why Hitler grew up anti-Semitic. All the Jews are trying to kill him. <laughs> Every other week, a Jew pops out of the future. <laughs> out of the future to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mike Kaplan. is very funny. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's great. I'm not 100% sure that's from him, but I think so. Yeah, it sounds like Michael Kaplan, yeah. It's very Mike Kaplan, yeah. Indeed. All right, so, so last week we did uh, city slogans, mm-hmm. and the natural progression is state slogans. Oh, of course it is. State slogans. Uh, some of them are great. Wyoming, like no place on earth. Kentucky, unbridled spirit, mm-hmm. right? Kansas, there's no place like home. Huh, right? Naturally. New Mexico, land of enchantment. No. Well, you can't say better than regular Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> better than regular Mexico. Or me- or, yes. Or Mexican food with eggs. <laughs> Newer and better Mexico. I uh, like it. I love this one. Maryland sees the day off. How great is that? It's like Carpe uh, Weekend. Yeah. Carpe <laughs> Weekend, baby. Uh, some of them not so much. Now, now some of these are, you know, there's like a different one on the license tag, and then there's a promotional one for a few years, and so they, some states have several of these, right? Uh, Florida's known as the Sunshine State, mm-hmm. but also their slogan is, you ready for this one? Visit Florida. Oh, <laughs> right. visit Florida is their slogan? Hey. There's a slogan writer had to pee, right? <laughs> Indeed. Short and to the point. Hey, Fred, as soon as you come up with a slogan, you can be, visit Florida, gotta go. (laughs) This is a guy who sees the day off. Uh, New Jersey, come see for yourself. I wonder if this was auto-corrected from go F yourself. (laughs) From New Jersey, yes. (laughs) Yes, it was. Illinois is a similar one, right here, right now. Is that a slogan or the beginning of a bar fight? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What did they reject? Illinois, what are you looking at? <laughs> uh, Maine, worth a visit, worth a lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's better than their first effort. Never warm enough to swim. <laughs> no. Not, not as good. Go visit Florida. Yeah, visit <laughs> yeah. Florida. Much, much nicer for swimming. Uh, South Dakota. By the way, if minus 20 is not really that unusual, you shouldn't have the word South in your state name. I would agree. <laughs> it is the Sunshine State. Another Sunshine State. <laughs> is, is that it? right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah there's uh, a lot of sunshine in South Dakota. Yep. Yeah, because there's no trees. <laughs> uh, I've got Great Faces, Great Places, which is, of course, the nod to Mount Rushmore. Right. Which has, do you guys know who's on it? The four? Yeah, of course. What do you got? We got 
Bo Bixby. <laughs> Groucho, Zeppo, Harpo. We got Lincoln, Chico. Washington, Teddy Roosevelt, and Jefferson. Yes. That's correct. Yep. Now, Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, top three, easy. There's a pretty big drop-off to Teddy Roosevelt, right? What do you mean? Well, he, was, he lived out there. Right? Yeah. And he was the park guy. He's right? a huge a, deal in South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. he lived North out and there. South Dakota, he was yeah. he was trying he tried his hand at ranching. He sure he's did. Not even the best Roosevelt. He's, no, he's third behind Franklin and Eleanor. <laughs> oh my God! You want to talk about a lame ass position behind those two beat offs? <laughs> Jesus! Well, it's like a it's like a mountain with great quarterbacks with Joe Montana, Dan Marino, John Elway, and Trent Dilfer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he did win. He did win a Super Bowl. He That's did. Right. You put him on the mountain. Though. He absolutely did. Hey, speaking uh, of that, by the way, did you get a good laugh out of the fact that Tom Brady's pants split when he was playing golf? I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed the trash-talking from Peyton. Yes, yeah. trash-talking from Peyton. Yeah. yeah. Brady I, bent over to get his ball out of the cup, and his pants split. Put yeah. a little weight there, are you? <laughs> I love, I, you know, Tom, I mean, it's a, he's, He's maybe the best quarterback of all time. Not maybe, denying yeah. maybe, the yeah. greatness. Uh, and the supermodel wife and all the advertising revenue and all the things. But he's still a little bit uncomfortable in his own skin. It's kind of funny for me to watch him. I don't know. I, I enjoy that about him. He, he and I are, are connected at the hip because the <clears throat> town of Browerville, Minnesota, which at that time had 200 residents. Figure wow. this out. 200 residents... And of those 200 people were Tom Brady and my mother. <laughs> Our mothers are both from Browerville, Minnesota. That's crazy. Isn't we that might, weird? You might have some genetic connection. Oh, I'm sure we do. We have we might. Yeah. They're both Tommy B, so that's there good. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tommy B. Okay. Got some, uh, Tom Brady DNA floating around in there. I, I love, I, I, I don't know. I'm just biased because I hate Tom Brady well, on the field, not personally. <laughs> okay. He's okay. fine. He's, he's done nothing, sure. you know. Sure. But he's I just, but I, I prefer Peyton. When Peyton is funny and affable yep, and self-deprecating funny. and, like, interesting. Like, when he hosts Saturday Night Live, you want to watch it. It's not like you go, oh, God, an athlete on the show is going to be awful. You know what the problem is there, though? What's up? Peyton Manning is nowhere near as good looking as Tom Brady. That's no, the that's difference. True. <laughs> that's the problem that's right there. I followed Peyton down a hall one day. I went to see uh, some two-minute drills that he was running. And uh, I, the whole time, all you could think is, oh, my God, I can't believe how tall he is. Yeah, he's a big fella. He doesn't even stand out on a football field, but he nope. is a huge human. See, I thought he that is, story yeah. was going to go, I followed Peyton Manning down a hall, and then he said, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, whoa, where's the rim shot? Where's the, where's the rim shot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a Tom Brady move, to go into other people's houses. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's really right. True. right. Oh, oh, sorry, is this not the, yeah, okay. What? <laughs> uh, my home state slogan, Georgia on my mind. Love it. Ray Charles song. It's a great song. Georgia. That is a great song. It love might it. take a blind guy to totally love Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> that way you don't see the rebel flags. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> Very good point. Uh, Oregon, we love dreamers. Uh, as opposed to Alabama, we love Leonard Skinner. <laughs> love it. Sweet home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama does have Sweet Home Alabama as one of their slogans. Naturally. And uh, the other one is Share the Wonder, which is primed for a product placement. You just add the word bread in there. Yeah, right? Share yeah. the Wonder Bread, baby. You get Ricky Bobby down to cut an ad. Sure. <laughs> uh, 
Texas, like a whole other country. It's huge. If you're driving, it's like another planet. It's it ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I've done. I, I said yes to a week of one-nighters in Texas without looking too closely at the map. Here's the oh. like, how far could it be? It's all the same state. Mm-hmm. Kill yourself. It's very. It's far. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Virginia is for lovers. Mm-hmm. Oh. What state is I love you, but I'm not in love with you? <laughs> <laughs> probably <good>. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably about right. Uh, West Virginia has a few, but one of them, uh, totally true, open for business. Isn't that a Denny's slogan? <laughs> yeah, like, what, open <laughs> for business? Open <laughs> for business? That's the best you could do? Uh. They wanted it to be open 24 hours, but it was taken by a Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, Waffle House, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I hop wasn't having it. <laughs> uh, West Virginia, the go-to for them is uh, almost heaven. Yeah, West Virginia. Um, yeah. yeah, right. How can it be heaven? It's not even the best Virginia. Right? <laughs> That's true. The second Virginia. Yeah. It's a line in uh, John Denver's... Uh, song of course yep. um almost heaven it sounds like purgatory like you get stuck in limbo because you <laughs> yeah you died in an airplane that you built for yourself maybe that's what happened um too dark okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like almost making it across the cliff uh washington say wah they got rid of that one finally but that was say wah say wah W-A. What does that mean? (laughs) Abbreviation. It's just insane. I know what happened there, though. This is a true story because people used to say Washington all the time. Right. Brian Miller's got a great joke about that. Oh, does he? Yeah. Let me see if I can reconstruct this off the top of my head. Uh, (laughs) We're going to find out. He had a teacher that taught him that uh, Washington had an R that was silent. (laughs) He's like, no, no. The R is invisible. <laughs> it's invisible, and it's not silent. You say Washington. Yeah. Washington. Like, what? It's yeah. the least silent R I've ever heard. Exactly. Yeah, right. Uh, Pennsylvania, this one always rubs me the wrong way. When you drive into Pennsylvania from the southern border, there's a big billboard that says, America starts here. It's like, what? Mm. Everything south of there is Mexico now? <laughs> <laughs> Those damn Marylanders sneaking across the border. Oh, the Civil War, man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and finally, Wisconsin, the Badger State, which sounds like what can happen like many years into a marriage. Oh, dude, I fell into the Badger State. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the Beaver State, but we moved. Oh, wow. oh there it is. Boy, look at the time. <laughs> Now we're in the Badger State. There's Kostaki. <laughs> uh, you know I got that gear. It's always there. Yeah, it's right there, under it's the always surface. right there. Minnesota's, what I love is Minnesota State slogan is not even accurate. Land of 10,000 lakes? Land of 10,000 lakes. There are 15,271 lakes. They can't even oh. get the number well, right. Well, 10,000 sounds better well, than 15,000, blah, blah, blah. I thought Minnesota State slogan was visit Florida. <laughs> yes, visit Florida. Same story. Should be the weather sucks here. That should be the slogan. The weather sucks here, yeah. <laughs> we know it sucks here. How yes, about that? Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's what Garrison Keeler always said. That the great thing about the weather is it keeps everybody else out. Yeah, that's true. It does My brother indeed. used to have this big button that he wore. Forty below keeps the riffraff out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, but it really Pally. doesn't. A, a brilliant performance once yeah. again. That's all I uh, have to say. 
Always a pleasure. Here's a teaser. We did we did we did city slogans. We did state slogans. I'm thinking of doing country slogans next week. Do countries have <laughs> slogans? Countries have the same thing. Like there's promotional campaigns that come and go. And uh, I'll do a little homework. There's your teaser. How about this? Kazakhstan, not just a Borat thing. Exactly. <laughs> how about Italy's country slogan? Stugats. Yeah. <laughs> That's their country slogan. <laughs> Yeah, right now, it's stay home. Yeah, yeah. stay yeah, home. for real. <laughs> Looking forward to it next week, Kostaki. Thanks, guys. We'll Thanks talk soon. Bye. Yep. That is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.